Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You know, if anybody knows, I do, that selling online can really be a challenge. But thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or your PC. This eliminates your trip to the post office. Dymo Indicia lets you focus on your business, finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can even save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endica.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion in postage printed. Integrated into over 130 party into applications, it makes everything even easier. You even get discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and stealth postage. With Dymo Indicia, you can ship internationally and print your own first-class mailing labels. Dymo Indicia, it's the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. And welcome back. By the way, Mark, I wanted to tell you, uh, before you say that, about Indicia, I just found out that they now have a free tool, no charge whatsoever, for eBay sellers. How cool is that? Nice. All right. 877 474 Yeah, yeah, no one's calling. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, just give us a call and say hello just to annoy Marsha. So, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, the first thing I'm going to let you introduce our guest. Uh, my question, my first question to him is how has AT&T tried, not tried to bump him off? I mean, isn't there not a hit squad out there for people like Jeff? I'm sure there's a hit squad out there let's for find Jeff out. Pulver, but let's find out. I'm going to introduce my dear, dear friend and great hugger, Jeff Pulver, who has really brought together the Twitter 140 community in his 140 conferences. He's traveling all over the country. People go to see him. He's like the guru of the Twitter community. Jeff, are you with me? I am. Welcome oh, to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having so me. So tell us, is there really a hit squad out yeah, for you from AT&T? Be, <laughs> well, you know, I'm sort of uh, undercover the last few years, but uh, I'm certainly not their friends when it comes to public policy. I've uh, added them many times. Uh, you know, it's not just AT&T, it's Verizon and it's um, Comcast and it's uh, it's basically anybody who's part of the multi-trillion dollar phone industry who likes revenue, doesn't like people who disrupt them or challenge the status quo. And uh, ironically, 10 years later, these are all companies making billions of dollars each month off these technologies. But there was a time when the lobbyists went to Washington to try to prevent these technologies from being used and they tried using laws that were created before the technology was invented. And it's um, it's a sad time, but that's just the way that, that, that things work. I mean, I've testified in Congress about this, and it's, uh, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with the big boys, you have to be aware of them to go after you. I, I'm very happy that in 2004 um, a law came out in my name which more or less provided a greenfield opportunity even to this day for anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur and an innovator in voice communications, uh, I had a feeling back in 2003 that the phone companies would wake up and realize that the advent of broadband would be totally disruptive to their future. So um, it took a year, and I had no idea how difficult it was to make it happen, but I ended up getting a law that says that voice communication that starts on the broadband Internet 
that doesn't deal with the legacy old, old telephone network is not to be regulated as telecom. And this has come out to be a, an amazing rule that's helped uh, companies like Skype flourish, but also has provided us, you know, the opportunity for uh, many people to be innovative. And uh, it, it's called the Pulver Order, which is kind of cool. And uh, Yeah, that is cool. I like that. Yeah, the, one of the best um, things anyone ever told me was a month after I went through this year-long lobbying campaign, I had a, a reception at the uh, U.S. Capitol in one of the rooms, and the Verizon lobbyist came up to me in the midst of the cocktail party, and he just, was, just came up to me and said, Jeff, I said, I have something to tell you. I said, what? You scare me. <laughs> and then it's like, whoa. And that's like the nicest thing anyone ever told me. And he said that, you know, I play, I don't play by their rules. I do things my own way. And it's like, I like that. You are the Solomon Rushdie of the, uh, yeah, really. of the, of the tech world. Ooh, well, yeah. I like that. I like that. Remember that, Jeff. What do you think of Google Voice? What, what do you think? I think they're making some amazing inroads. I mean, they bought Grand Central. You know, um, I mean, this is like the, this is work? this is the I used to talk about this 12 years ago. You know, the, the fact that it became real. You know, I saw this a long time ago in terms of evolution, in terms of uptake. I, you know, Google is going to take a long. I used to run something called Free World Dial-Up, and guess what? We actually offered free phone calling. I subsidized it back then, and there were times when we gave out tens of thousands of phone calls. So, I, I am not terribly impressed. I have to say, with uh, with, with the with the thought leadership in terms of. What, what Google is doing versus what's possible. I mean, I, I fully expected by now for phone numbers to be gone, for people to be calling, being, being based, phone calling to be based on your email address or something which is much more sociable than a number. Uh, in terms well, do you of think Google, we'll each have a, a universal identifier? In other words, we never, won't have all these emails. No? Never, never. It Nothing won't happen. Nothing universal. I, I don't think so. I mean, for 30 years, people have been talking about a universal telephone number. But, but people forget that, you know, when the phone companies first started selling services, we were calling locations, not people's pockets. And the advent of mobile has totally changed the way we communicate, and the advent of, and the, and the, and the evolution of social communications, it's changed how we communicate. And something called presence, which is being, being coming aware of where the, the people you care about are, or whether they are available or not to talk to you, also drives how you communicate with them. And, and these days, if you and I texted each other or DM'd each other on Twitter, you might equate to talking to me, even though we never spoke. And so the definition of how we communicate and the definition of how we connect is always changing now. So in terms of a universal number, it was a good idea 25, 30, 35 years ago. Uh, being practical today in an advent of a world of social media, not so much. Uh, I think that it's, it's – yeah, and it's also generational. I think that perhaps we could actually get to that universal number, but our kids won't because they don't need it. And, uh, you know, well, the, the I way think, you know, by you using your name, Jeff Pulver, on Twitter, and I use Marsha Collier instead of, you know, some bizarre name, I think that's a start also in, in a universal identifier. And it's also a start in creating a brand for yourself, making yourself a social, you know, associated with things, things that you say. Um, and, and being able to, you know, translate branding yourself and people discovering you to send you messages to being able to have voice communication with you is just one step away. And it, it's all possible. Right? So I, I do think that, you know, Google Voice, better to have it than not. But, you know, Google is, um, Google scares me now because of their uh, alignment with Verizon. You know, I, I was uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I was on the steps of the U.S. Capitol. I held two rallies in June of 2000, 2001 called the Internet Freedom Rally, and I, I stood up back then uh, stopped it, trying to stop uh, what's now become a very favorable topic to talk about, which is net neutrality. 
Um, back back those days, it actually meant something. These days, it's just a lobbying position. And, well, you know, do me I'm, a favor, Jeff. There are some of our listeners who do not understand about net neutrality. Well, neither do I. Than... So we're in, we're, in good, <laughs> we're in good shape. Um, what, what I what I can tell your listeners about net neutrality and why it should scare them is um, that you know, if you think about about laws, laws are something which, when people understand them, they like to arbitrage them, meaning they like to. Um, understand what the rules are and do everything they can to minimize the impact to themselves. Think about, think about tax law, for example. If you, on April 15th, when you're preparing your tax returns, you go to your tax preparer and say, excuse me, ma'am or sir, um, I want to pay the maximum amount of taxes possible. Or do you <laughs> say, please, I want, to use the, I want to pay the minimum I can. And, of course, I think most people pay the minimum. Well, once, the t- you, you, once this language for whatever net neutrality is gets codified into law, the, the reverse of what people expect to happen will happen. The people, will find, the people who wanted net neutrality will have, finally have it as a law, and the people who have been fighting it all this year will now know what the law says, and they're going to arbitrage the law to their favor to get done what they couldn't get done when there wasn't the law. So in this particular no. case, I'm not in favor of it. Um, and what it does it say, I'm not sure. There was a time when I got involved when um, when uh, SBC um, Southern uh, Bell Corporation when when when, there was, when before AT and T got reunited, and in the in the Southwest there was a separate phone company that the former um, that a really interesting guy was CEO of. Um, he he one day said to Google that um, I want you to pay me money so for my customers to go to your service, and I stood up and I and I said to Google, uh, look, you, anyone from um, SBC territory who comes to Google who want service, you should redirect them to Cox Cable and say, I'm sorry, we don't provide service to you. We suggest you give up SBC and go to your local cable company for, um, right. for service. Because <laughs> Google and I would argue that the advent of eBay and Google and Yahoo and, uh, and Craigslist and, and Amazon, these, these are services that provide value to that Internet experience and provide a reason why we go online to begin with. And SBC would say, but, you know, your, your traffic is on my network, and you should pay me for a right. And if you want to have a slow website, that's okay. But if you want people to have fast responses to Google, you should pay us a premium so that we have better, faster access. And I just think the whole thing's BS. I'm sorry. Hmm. Hey, Jeff, uh, you, you know, we've, we've gone to – I don't remember, and you will tell me, when the first year that VoIP actually came out as a, as a tool that people could use – uh, was what do you mean by use? Well, I mean, I mean, in other words, use it as a phone. The, the average user could use a VoIP for making phone calls. When did that happen? Well, the um, the technology was born in the 80s in military in, uh, in Israel, and it was first came of uh, commercial use for hobbyists back in 1995. By 1997, millions of people were using VoIP but didn't know it because they were themselves not using it, but the companies who, you, who they outsourced their phone services to were. So in other words, if you picked up the telephone in 1997 and placed a phone call, in between the time you dialed the digits and the time the phone rang on the far end of the call, mm-hmm. it's very likely that that call was processed by some operators that were running these technologies. And today, they all are. So uh, the, Well, the we transi- have to take a... We have to take a break, but but when we come back, I want to hear more about that and also where you think we are in the quality of VoIP. I know in my weekday job, we use VoIP phones now, and I work for a huge financial institution. So when we come yeah, back, and I want to hear about, about the that. 140 conference, eh? Yeah, Get we'll talk about that next too. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
This is Marsha Collier, Jeff Pulver, and Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. San Diego has always been known for big things like Big Sun, Big Surf, and now big solutions for growing your small business. That's right. CBON, a national provider of communications and IT services for small businesses, is in San Diego. And they're offering you the same award-winning solutions that more than 50,000 small businesses nationwide count on every day like local and long-distance calling, high-speed broadband, flexible mobile calling plans that let you choose how to use your mobile minutes, web hosting, data backup, and security, plus more than 30 productivity-enhancing applications like virtual receptionist and business class email from Microsoft. And the best part is it's all through one provider. So you get the power of great small business solutions and the convenience of one simple bill. To learn more, log on to cbeyond.sandiego.net. That's the letter C, beyond.sandiego.net. See Beyond in San Diego. It's more than big. It's huge. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Finally, guaranteed health insurance at TalkHealthPlans.com. That's right, guaranteed coverage for you or your family. Government health insurance is still years away. At TalkHealthPlans.com, you can get a free online quote in just minutes. No hassle, and best of all, it's guaranteed coverage when you log on to TalkHealthPlans.com. As a courtesy, receive a free prescription card immediately to use at over 50,000 pharmacies where you can save up to 50% on medications. And that's just for getting a quote from TalkHealthPlan.com. Even in this tough economy, you and your family can still have affordable health insurance and the peace of mind that goes with it. Don't let pre-existing conditions prevent you from getting affordable health insurance now. If you or someone you know does not have health insurance, send them to TalkHealthPlans.com. That's TalkHealthPlans.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And again, thank you for joining us. As always, 877-474-3302. And we're talking to Jeff Pulver, who is one of the uh, early pioneers of, of VoIP systems. So, Jeff, as I said, in, in my weekday life as a financial advisor, 
we've we always used obviously phones. That's what we were used to. And while I don't have that many nice things to say about the phone company, I will say that I always thought when I picked up the phone, I heard a line and I can make a phone call. In the early years of VoIP, you didn't always get that. So and now we use it and it seems to be fine. So that quality is now there. Uh, the quality's been there for a very long time. What was hesitant actually was the uh, the way that a lot of providers didn't provision enough bandwidth for things. But uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, for a consumer, the quality is really good. I I, I did start a company that became Vonage, and um, I like to believe as early as 2002, you know, we had the technology. It was just a matter of getting it deployed and getting people in a place to use it. And today, you know, billions of minutes are you know, tr- it's just a tremendous amount of traffic being used every day, mm-hmm. and it's totally transparent and. You know, we don't call out to the technology so much anymore. People just use it reliably. And one of my basic passions is how to improve voice quality. About a year, a year and a half ago, I started on a quest to reboot the telecom industry to get people to start using high-definition voice quality on telephone calls because the same way we have HD TV, we should have HD voice. Uh, it, it's, the technology was created many years ago, but it hasn't been since 1937 that the quality of a phone call had changed anywhere in the world until wow. France Telecom and Orange rolled out in, uh, in a third-world country. In Moldova, they rolled out on their wireless network, high-definition voice. And so if it can happen in Moldova... in a third-world country where we can all use it, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So, it's like, so, yeah. so I've, been, I've been on a quest ever since to do it. And the trouble is that here in America, the phone companies only will make a change if someone else moves first. And until someone moves first, nothing's going to change. And in Europe... I'm very happy to say that France Telecom is leading the charge, and the world is rebooting outside of the U.S., which is typical. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it's uh, the technology is not going away, uh, and it's uh, certainly more and more reliable as the days go on. Yeah, it, it sounds great. I mean, I have to use it. I, I use it, not have to use it. I use it every day, and uh, it works great. I, I don't yeah. even notice that I'm not on a regular phone line anymore. Yeah, it's just it's 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 so use it's you know it, it works well enough that people don't call out to the technology they just use it which is what right you know and and that's sort of actually what's funny about social media I recently took a car trip across the across the Midwest uh, yeah I was going to ask you about your big road trip I was following your tweets as you went across the country yeah I'm doing a large event in Detroit um, on October 20th which is uh, really for the Midwest and I, I didn't until the beginning of August I couldn't even tell you the 12 states that made up the Midwest. <laughs> um, but Wikipedia told me, and you know, I found a way to route myself in six and a half days how to go from uh, um, Cleveland to Detroit the long way. And, well, you had a nav, so you know. Yeah, and, and I had a couple of wonderful people in the car that I shared the three thousand mile drive with. And when I got to Iowa and I spoke to people who were using Facebook, I started talking to them about social media, and they had no idea what this was. And I met so when I what I found is that in Iowa, in North Dakota, and South Dakota, particularly, and parts of Nebraska that people who use platforms like Facebook didn't associate the word social media to, to what it all. They didn't have any idea what that meant. But Jeff, they were, that is so much why I love my For Dummies books, because that's what brings the technology to a lot of these places that are not in the hubs of the high-tech industry. And I, and I would argue that anyone who calls themselves a social media guru should be careful, right. because in certain parts of America, and I imagine the world, people will not have an idea what you're a guru of. <laughs> right, exactly. that's true. Exactly. Um, uh, the road trip, I must say, was was an uh, uh, important thing for me because I have a, I have an upcoming event in Los Angeles, which is October 4th and 5th at the Music Box, which should be a fun, fun event. And then I'm doing this event in Detroit because back in May, uh, individuals from the city of Detroit reached out to me and said, that, and, and for the first time ever in my 16 years of creating events, they, they told me that I should come to Detroit because having a 140 conference there would be good for the city and good for the people. 
And after I met the people and spoke to them, I felt inspired enough to say yes. And then General Motors very, uh, very uh, graciously came in and underwrote the, the event, and so I, I really had to say yes. And and then yes. when I went back, um, I realized this wasn't just for Detroit; it was for the Midwest. And I couldn't figure out how to get people from the Midwest to come to Detroit. So on this road trip, where I stopped in twelve cities, um, in each city I basically asked for two things. One was for October nineteenth for people to participate in what I call a day of giving. You see, on the 19th, which is the day before the 140 Detroit, I was looking to bring together charities, NGOs, not-for-government organizations, as well as not-for-profits, and bring them together with uh, social media thought leaders to help teach the charities how to better leverage the social web to, to get their messages across, how to raise money. Because I think to the extent that we have so many people from around the country coming to Detroit, I thought it would be a beautiful thing to make October 19th a day of giving. And so in each city, I, I, I started asking people to come to Detroit and share your knowledge, and then when people said they'd love to do that but they can't come to Detroit, I then realized, well, what if you shared your knowledge with your town? So if you're in Cleveland or Columbus or Dayton or Cincinnati or Indianapolis or Bloomington or you're in St. Louis or Omaha or, or Fargo, that, you know, if you know something about these platforms and technologies, keep it local and help out there. And so what I'm working on is to October 19th, anywhere in America, anywhere in the world for it to be a day of giving, and then the 20th of October is this conference. And so... Um, I was successful in recruiting some people to be brand ambassadors from their city to come to Detroit, and they're going to come share their knowledge with the charities and, 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 and have a seat in the audience and represent their cities. And um, That's fabulous. That's, so, I that's love great. the way you're interacting everybody with it. But what I really love is something you're doing on November 1st with my <laughs> dear friend Becky McRae, who is, to me, the small-town diva. Oh, my God. She would you never should... allow us to call her that. No, I think she's on an African safari right now, so it's okay if we talk about her. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. She, she um, uh, Becky, I first met when I did a, I did an internet TV show for a couple of years, and she was very loyal, and she was one of my first followers on Twitter, and, and she was kind enough to come to the 140 in New York City when I did the first one in June of last year. She came to London last year. Yeah, and I, I, we saw her at London, yeah. And, and, and I remember sitting... Um, uh, sitting, you know, chatting with her one day on Twitter, and she made some reference to the fact that you know, you know, uh, that, that 60 million Americans live in a big town, and everyone else lives in a small town. So I said, okay, we'll do a 140 in a small town. And uh, within three days or so, we 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 decided it's on Hutchinson, Kansas, because uh, two other towns in Oklahoma didn't want the impact felt to their infrastructure. So. Um, there is a small town conference, you know, and so on November 1st, I am going to be with Becky's help exploring the effects of the real-time web and the evolution of these things um, on people living in small towns. And it's not just for the people in the town of Hutchinson, Kansas. It's for anyone who's grown up in a small town who wants to, under, who wants to share their perspective or learn something or hear something. Um, they're all invited to come. And uh, so that that's on... Um, uh, that's November, November 1st. 1st. And the and other thing just, which I'm being proactive say, on, too, Jeff, is... Um, real quick, yeah. wait, Jeff. Really quick, if anybody wants to double-check any of these dates, go to 140conf.com. And yeah, we're just about out of time, so we, we want to make oh. sure that you know about that. Uh, but go, go ahead and finish your thought. All I was going to say is that I have an open policy now for college students. College students in anywhere, any, if you're a college student, you attend for free any of the upcoming events. It's, there's a seat waiting for you. Oh, that's great. That is really terrific. So, so, Jeff, what have you got planned? I know you've got September 14th in Boston. Uh, September 15th is a, is, a, is a party in Orange County for my birthday. <laughs> and everyone's oh, invited right. to that? Yeah, apparently, yeah. Actually, uh, yes. Yeah. I, I'm going to be there. It's going to be a great party in Orange County. We're hitching up the mule train, and we're coming up, Sweet. coming down from L.A., and uh, 
we're going to be all there to celebrate Jeff's birthday. And then I'm doing. Then I'm I'm in London October on uh, September 20th. I'm in Toronto on the 27th. And, uh, Montreal the 28th of September. And then I'm going to head over to uh, L.A. for October 2nd to the 6th. And then I'm doing a Midwest tour again. And then I'm doing the uh, Detroit conference. Then I have the Midwest of the uh, small town conference on November 1st. When are you at home watching TV? Uh, not too often. <laughs> Your family oh, must love on, the fact that you just spent the holiday in the Hamptons. Don't. Yeah, well, that's kind of. It takes a little time off. I take a little time. Yeah, I, I, I learned to t- take moments and turn them into memories. Yeah, there you go. And by the way, your, your friend you were talking about who's in uh, on her African safari, if she's got a internet connection, she can be listening to the show right now. So that's you've got to be careful. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give her a shout out. Now, really quick, Jeff, we just have a couple minutes. Tell people what a 140 conference is. It's a chance to connect with other people who are living through the real-time Internet. It's really about humanity, discovering yourself, discovering people, and understanding that as the, as the Internet changes and as you're getting more connected, that, that connectedness is changing, is impacting business, business systems, business communications, and it's, and it's, it's not, it does not discriminate. It goes across all industries from fashion to real estate to, to entertainment to communications to interior design to cattle farming and dairy farming. It's, to it's just, firemen it's, and police. I remember mm-hmm. you had a great Yeah, firemen platform. and police, to yes. the music, to music, to movies. It's, uh, you know, what we're really looking at are people. We're looking at, and, 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 and thanks to Becky McRae's term of hyper-vigor, I like to believe that we bring people together who from, from industries they never otherwise would ever meet. And at the end of the day, it's about people, about connecting with them, and about this thing called life and maybe a rediscovery of humanity along the way. Great and stuff. at the end, we can sing the Coca-Cola theme. You know, I'd like to teach. Well, at least hug. At least we hug. Yeah, we do okay, hug. Get, we hug I'm getting nauseous people here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, Mark. You're just not a social media kind of guy. I, no, I'm can getting I there. I just because I don't really have more than 140 characters to say anyway, so that's perfect for me. Uh, Jeff, give us your website one more time. 140conf.com. And since we have listeners all over the world, you know, there are, there are different conferences all over. So as, um, as Jeff was saying, you can check out the different places. And I think it's amazing that GM is sponsoring you. I think that's I'm very, really I'm incredible. very appreciative of them being a sponsor for Detroit. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Well, it's, yeah, a, it's the we new GM. London, huh? He had Kodak as a sponsor. But it's, it's, you know, it's good to see the American giant corporations yeah. coming behind something, which is a way to connect with their customers. That's true. No, we're, we're, we're a great platform for a company with big brands who want to connect with people who have influence. And, and Kodak is a sponsor also of the LA conference. And we have, it's just, it's, it's, it's a very surreal thing. Because this, this was just an idea a year and a half ago, and now it's become my life. So it's, uh, You know, Jeff, I have to tell you, Mark, Jeff always looks amazed at these events. I've been to, what, three or four with him. And he just looks amazed that so many people come out, and we do love 140 Conference. There Jeff, you go, coming up. And Jeff, so thank you. Thank you so thank much you. for joining us. this archived on iTunes. You're going to be able to pick it up and play it again. Uh, well, thank you for being out. We look forward to the conference coming up here in L.A. And uh, good stuff ahead. We're going to do some gaming stuff coming up by the week. Don't leave us for a minute. Great show left ahead. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hi, this is Chris Merch, president of WS Radio, and for our regular listeners, you know me as Captain Email, a former Marine captain who's been teaching email marketing for nearly 10 years now. You can still get free resources at CaptainEmail.com, but I have a new superpower, also known as CaptainText.com. Text message marketing done the right way can be even more effective than email marketing, and that's saying a lot. 
But just like email marketing, there's a right way and a wrong way. So log on to captaintext.com, listen to Text Marketing Radio, and take us for a free text drive. No credit card required. Or better yet, let me show you firsthand how it works. Grab your cell phone, you know that device you can't live without, and text WS to 313131. That's keyword WS to short code 313131 and see how fast it works. That's WS to 313131. From the newest Apple iPhone to the latest BlackBerry, Droid, or iPad, businesses are racing to use smartphones to provide content to their customers in real time to make informed decisions. Is your company positioned for the mobile application market? Is your website mobile compatible? WS Radio is proud to partner with one of the leading mobile software companies in the world. MentorMate has been programming mobile solutions since 2001 with 10 years of mobile application development experience. They provide companies with a broad range of services from creating custom iPhone apps to full-service custom software development. Because of their proven experience in the evolving mobile application market, MentorMate is leading the way with battle-tested solutions. Beware of startups. Experience is what counts. Go with a proven leader. For a free consultation, go to mentormate.com forward slash voice of mobile. That's mentormate.com forward slash voice of mobile. Over the summer, two and a half months of what a child learned in school can leak away. Drip, drip. So call Sylvan at 888-259-8444 and turn summer learning loss into a gain. Sylvan's in-depth assessment pinpoints exactly what skills your child needs so we can tell you're a personalized program unique to your child. In just three hours a week, over 12 weeks, you'll see the results in your child's math or reading performance, improving one grade level guaranteed. So call Sylvan today, 888-259-8444. Navy Mutual Aid Association has been serving military and their families since 1879, and we've come a long way. Our products include insurance and annuities with no sales commissions or loads to pay. At NavyMutual.org, you may obtain a quote and apply for the insurance right online. Navy Mutual is a nonprofit veteran service organization, not a commercial insurance company. Coverage is available to you and your family if you are serving on active duty or retired from the sea services. NavyMutual.org, insuring those who serve. 